call the meeting to order. This is Troublefield. You please take the roll. Mr. Cathel? Here. Mr. Collins? Here. Mr. Fritz? Here. Dr. Hattier? Here. Mr. Layfield? Here. Ms. Moses? Here. Mr. Peden? Here. Mrs. Pryor? Here. Dr. Statler? Here. Mrs. Wright? Here. We have a quorum. 1.03. Do we have a motion to approve the agenda for October the 19th? So moved. Motion made. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed? Passed by unanimous vote. Number two, public comments. We have the list of speakers. Mr. Lewis. Thank you, sir. Okay, as a reminder, the board allots at each of its board meetings 30 minutes, 15 minutes at the beginning, 15 minutes at the end for public comment. Members of the public speaking as individuals or members who represent an organization will be allotted up to three minutes to speak. And our first person this evening is Molly Carter. Good evening. I'm here tonight because I have concerns that the school board president has not been fulfilling his duties. I'm not here to judge or defend the actions that have led to this situation, but to only bring to light concern that the events of the last month have caused friction in board positions. I ask you tonight, since this incident at the football game, has the president of this board communicated with this board in any formal capacity? Before tonight, had he attended and presided over board meetings? Has he acted as a mediator in communication between the board and the superintendent? Has he acted as a mediator in communication between the superintendent and the board? Has he acted as mediator between the board and his constituents? Has he acted as a mediator between his constituents and the board? Who has had to sign official district documentation requiring the president's signature? Should the current situation preclude Mr. Layfield from attending meetings or acting in his capacity as president, and should Mrs. Wright not be present, do you know you must go to the immediate past president? According to your policies, you need to go to the immediate past president and progress through all past presidents in descending order. If none are available, you go with the board member with the most time served. Are you prepared to go through those hoops anytime Mrs. Wright cannot attend a meeting or act in the role of president when Mr. Layfield is silenced? I ask this series of questions because it's where my concerns rest. You cannot continue to be president of a board if your current employer will not let you act in that capacity. I am sure that Mrs. Wright has been taking on many of these duties, but if she must continue to do so for the foreseeable future, I think the right thing to do is formalize it. Mr. Layfield can remain on the board as he was voted on by the public to do. However, as board members, you must ensure that the work of this district can continue seamlessly for the remainder of this school year. This district is entirely too large, and you have entirely too much good work to do not to have leadership. Thank you. Thank you. The second person signed up is Christina McDonald. I came here tonight to speak for my children. Uh, we're neighbors with Mr. Layfield. Um, I have had over the years many children through my home, some of mixed race, some, of, some not, some Caucasian, and particularly only the mixed race children. Mr. Layfield has been on to my property and has showed, I'm going to say disrespect, to my children. And I thank you for this opportunity to bring this to light. I've lived with this for many years. My children have lived with shame for many years. And I'm just thankful for the opportunity to tell someone. Thank you. Thank you. Our next person signed up is Lisa Hunt. 
I'm a retired elementary school counselor from Indian River School District, and both my children attended K-12, graduated, graduated from Indian River School District, became very successful thanks to the foundation that was laid here. I have had so many proud moments, not only as an employee, but as a parent in Indian River over the years. Much has been said about the recent incident, but I believe it bears repeating because racism is alive and well. Sadly, it will continue until people in a position of authority, like yourselves, stand up and demand that we no longer tolerate this behavior. I'm not sure which I was more upset about, the actions were taken by an Indian River School Board member or a state police officer. Right now, I'm ashamed to say I was an Indian River School District employee for so many years. I know the depth of racism by some people in this district, and I fought against it many times in my career. I can also say there were and are many district employees that are appalled because they have fought for our children and families of color. And I ask that changes be made tonight to, and continue to be made that will make me again proud to have been part of Indian River School District for so many years. I'm not giving up hope that things can change because I'm putting my faith in you to help make the world better for all of our children, starting with Indian River School District. Thank you. Thank you. Rocky Justice. Good evening. I've known the Layfield family for a lot of years. I've known Mr. Layfield. We don't socialize together. We don't see each other at our homes but I have been around them a lot over the years. And in my presence, I've never known him to say anything that would lead me to believe that he's a racist, a bigot, or any other adjective you'd like to use. He served his country, his state, and his community. And I don't have much more to say than that other than be careful we don't all become a bunch of sheep to be led to slaughter by political correctness. I've said a lot of things over the years I wish I could retract, and I've tried to learn from them, as I think Mr. Layfield does. So I just ask you to take that in consideration. And again, thank you for all you've done for your country, your state, and your community. Thank you. Tambra Stewart. Good evening, everyone, members of the board. Um, I'm a Sussex Central graduate, and I said, I was telling uh, one of the members earlier, I'm very proud because my class was the first class to come out of Sussex Central High School. I've known Mr. Layfield, his parents, before he came along, and uh, his uncle Mitt was in my class. And I know that um, a few years ago, a young, young man in my family was killed, and um, at his service, Mr. Layfield was there, and that was Jackie Hopkins, you remember that one. And, um, but I, I don't know, I was hoping that before we were allowed to speak, we could hear from the board to actually know what is going on. I, you know, you hear from everybody different things, and I wasn't at the game. I don't know what happened, what was said. Um, my other concern is that there were apparently, I guess, two people involved, Mr. Layfield and another person. Um, and they always say there's always two sides to every story. I don't see the other person. I don't think. I don't know why they were not invited or whatever, but, um, and over the years, I've continually been active um, with the district. 
I have children, grandchildren. One of my daughters works in the district. And so as many grandchildren and great-grandchildren that I have, I'll be around for a while. Um, and I want us to be proud of this district. And if we're going to support the district and be proud of it, we have to be fair, you know? Um, and I guess this is a start, but as I said, um, I think some, the other person maybe should have been here. And, and, and the other thing that frustrates me, and I know you guys have to do it like this, is that you're not gonna respond to me. You're gonna go into your executive meeting and talk about it, you know. But anyway, I said what I said, and that's why I'm here tonight, just to know what's going on. And it is good to know that the board is stepping up and doing something. We have to face it. We can't hide, um, we can no longer hide things, you know. They have to be brought out into the open and dealt with. Thank you. Uh, we do have a additional couple minutes with our first 15 minutes. Uh, does anyone else wish to make a public comment? Sir, if you could just share your name, please. My name is Will Chandler. And I wasn't really even gonna make a comment, I just kinda wanted to hear what everybody else had to say. Because normally I'm more concerned about the kids and what's going on with the students. But um, this has been a very interesting thing. It's, it's in the news a lot, and I guess nobody here has been to a football game before, but there's usually a lot of trash talk at a football game, okay? There just is. It's unfortunate that you were in that position you were in that day. It really was unfortunate because if you weren't, we probably wouldn't have this conversation. <clears throat> but I'm looking behind me, and I don't see anybody here. The only people that cared about this whole thing were the news journal, that's it, the media. Because if anybody else cared about it, then this whole room would be filled up, but there's only a few people here. I don't know if they're seeing their therapists, but I can tell you I didn't lose any sleep over this. I think, Mr. Layfield, you need to own up and just apologize for causing embarrassment to what happened and move on. You've had a long career and cancel culture that's what this is to me, political correctness, cancel culture. That's all it is. I'm glad it's here because I want to see how each and every one of you vote. Hopefully you will vote in public because I think that kind of lets us know where you stand. Because the majority of this, this I would say the majority of the people, the silent majority, they think this whole thing's a joke beyond the embarrassment that it might have caused. Thank you very much. Thank you. Further public comments, the first section. Hearing none, 3.01, incident at Sussex Central versus Hodgson football game. Discussion. Yeah, I'll, we were asked to call the meeting uh, due to the incident that happened at the football game on September 17th. Um, there was an incident between our board member here and coaches of the Hodgson team so we did want to provide an opportunity for public comment and for the board members to discuss that issue. So I'll open it to our board. If I may, one of the things that we're always up against as board members is how much individual power do we actually have. As a group of 10, we have a lot. As a person of one, we don't. All right, if this had been a board person taking the full power on themselves, this would be a problem. If it was a parent, somebody who was sitting in the stands, it could have been me, it could have been Mr. Smith, it could have been anybody. If that was a parent in the stand who stood up and basically said, hey guys, knock it off, and that part is fairly clear on the tape. It was said directly, politely, and firmly. The reaction that we got was somewhat less than that. Okay, again, as the, as the gentleman just said, it's a sports game, trash, you know, stuff happens. All right, I've been internally grateful that my kids went music and not sports, okay? Period, the music people are always kinder and more gentle. All right, having said that, um, we need to take a look as an after action report, not just what happened between the two people, but how something like this should be done in the future. I have a concern that if there was all this going on, where was our, uh, 
district appointed person to stop it. It was a district's job to do that, not a, not a member of the community sitting in the stands. So if we take away anything from this for us as board members, it should be that if something like this comes up, we find the people who do have the power to do it because as one out of 10, as a board person, we do not. As a parent, there can be a problem if you take it on yourself. And this clearly shows what that is. All right, so that's the first thing that, that I think is important and needs to be considered. All right, the second thing is if I felt in my bones in any way um, that a gentleman such as Mr. Layfield was saying anything racist, um, I'd be the first person to say definitely not. But I also think that there's a great American out there, and I, I read a lot of the philosophers, Sophocles, um, the other people, Marcus Aurelius, and also some guy named Martin Luther King. And Martin Luther King came along and said, let us judge the, a person by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. Nothing greater in my life has ever been said, and it has guided me since I you know, became aware as an adult that that's what I should do. And if you consider the content of the character of a person who serves in the Marine Corps, who makes captain in the DSP, and has an unfortunate incident with two people, as the one other person stated, that there were two people who acted improperly, then a basic apology and give everybody a chance to apologize for what they did. I mean, I'll be the first person to stand here and, or sit here and say, there's things in my life that I've said and I've done that I'm not necessarily proud of. And I ask everybody in the audience, have you ever said anything that you didn't think you'd like repeated? Were you unlucky enough to be recorded? How many things have you ever personally said that you would basically like to take back? And one of the comments I made to my board leaders is if somebody tells me they never did that, you're either a saint or a liar. There's no in between on that one. Okay, so for me, it's unfortunate that this went to the Delaware State Police because I think two gentlemen could have worked this out in private on their own. And for that, I'm going to give the man from Hodgson a lot of deep respect because he did at the end say, you know what, I think I did something wrong. You can't ask anything better from anybody than that. And he did make an apology. You know, for whatever reason that didn't happen on this side, but with deep reflection, we all have the chance to say, you know what, I messed up. Will you please forgive me for what I did? And that's, that's where I'm coming from on this. But the big takeaway is from now on, guys, get somebody in, a, in, a, in an authority. I'm done. I'll just speak up and say, they say that if you don't say anything, it appears then that you condone what has gone on or is going on and you're aware of it. As a parent myself who has a child that is no longer in school but graduated from here just as I did, it is unfortunate that we get ourselves put in predicaments like we do, but it happens. However, I do think in the positions that we hold, whether it be a board member, whether it be your um, job or whatever it might be, we all know that you're held to a higher standard. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying that I was embarrassed to hear. I did not go to the game. I heard it first from someone was at the game, and then it has seemed to snowball since then. I am embarrassed to say that it happened for Sussex Central High School in the Indian River School District because I do think that we have more pressing things at hand to deal with than what happened that Friday night. We have children. We have low test scores, we have discipline actions that need to be taken care of, and it has taken a tremendous amount of effort to deal with this. I don't condone it, I won't condone it, and I do believe there's action that needs to be taken. If I may, I was at the game, I know exactly what happened. I do feel there were some wrongs at the game. I look for a leader to lead by example. I feel that failed. I'm very proud to admit that I am a Christian. I'm all forgiving. I make mistakes. I make more mistakes than probably every board member here. I am involved in sports. 
And if you're not involved in sports, sometimes you don't know. Your emotions are involved, your blood pressure's up, you do say, act in ways you don't mean to. After the event, in my instances, when I offended people and I acted foolishly, I sit back, realize, and then with a whole heart, make an apology. My problem right now, I've not saw, read, or heard of any apology given, and that's what hurts me. Mr. Peden, I'll race you to see who's done more things. You get a piece of paper, I'll get one, and we'll both see who it comes in at. I, I'm with that. Okay, um, my understanding, though, is that because of the situation regarding the DSP, uh, that as a matter of job, the individual concerned is not allowed to make public content, uh, comments. And you know that if you're on this board and something goes wrong, the first thing our attorney tells us is, shut up. And if you're going to do what the, the lawyers tell you to do or the people in power tell you to do, then you have an obligation to do that. One other point that I have, too, is if you are smart enough to recognize that you made a mistake right away, God bless you. I'm not. There are times when it takes me personally a couple days to chew on it, feeling bad about myself, beating myself up to say, you know what, that really was dumb. And then if I discuss it with my, my wife, I'll find out even quicker what I did wrong. And the thing is, she's usually right, in which case that's when I have to apologize. So did it happen right away? No, it did not, okay? I can't speak for another person other than I feel as if I, I know the character enough um, to where if it were possible, I feel that that's probably what would happen. Could I be wrong? You betcha. I don't think so, though. I would like to read an email that I sent to um, Rodney the day after our board meeting last month, and it says, Rodney, after last night's board meeting, I am very disappointed with myself for not addressing the incident that you were involved in at Sussex Central versus Hodgson football game. I was under the impression that a request was going to be made to add this to the agenda in executive session, but it didn't happen. I'm speaking for myself, and it has. I feel that it has tarnished our school board and our district. Therefore, I feel you should consider stepping down from your position as president on the school board. I have had several calls from community members regarding this incident, and they have suggested the same. It's unfortunate that this happened, and if a student or staff member displayed the same conduct, I feel sure that there would have been consequences. And I signed a comment. And that's the way I felt, and I just want us to remember that the, to be a school board member, the board member creed, the Board of Ethics says, I shall promote the best interest of the district, its staff and students, and adhere to the highest ethical standards. And in this case, I don't think that was done. As a board member, I would just like to say, I've known Rodney for a few years. Our children have played against each other, um, his daughter versus mine. And I have three beautiful mixed-race daughters. And I've never had any bad moments or bad language or taken anything disrespectful to any of my daughters. So I need to say that. questions that I'd like to have answered. The first question is I'd like for it to be record which board member or members requested this meeting. Somebody did. What, what was the question? Who, who, what board member or members requested this meeting? I requested it. You did, okay. Mm -hmm. Next question that I would have is is anybody aware of any reprimands by the Hodgson School District on their three coaches and their behavior? 
none of us. Last question I would ask every board member, and I really would like to poll each one individually, but I'll, I'll ask it in general. Please speak out if you do feel this way. Do anybody here, who here feels Mr. Layfield is a racist? I'm sorry, my hearing's who, going. What board members here feel Mr. Ray, Layfield is a racist? Anyone? That's all I have to ask. Mr. Fritz, I don't think that that's the only issue here. I think that Mr. Layfield overstepped his bounds that night. And if it was a mistake, it was a mistake. I don't think it's all about racist. I'm sorry. Personally, before I make any decision at all, I would like to see the full results of the investigation because as someone pointed out in public comment, there are more than, there's more than one side to a story. I'm not condoning or condemning. I'm saying I like all the facts before I make a decision. There was an investigation by the school board, by the school district? Yes. I interviewed those that were there that had contacted me, including the coaches that were up there. Uh, I did talk to Mr. Layfield the, the day after the incident. He shared with me uh, what had occurred. I listened to the audio um, numerous times, and I know some have been on the radio, so I, I did conduct that. And I, I didn't find anything in addition to what we heard in that uh, audio. And Mr. Pete, you were there, so uh, certainly correct me if I'm wrong. but. Uh, the dialogue is what it is that we heard from the, the, the tape that was there. Um, I'm not aware of the Hodgson coaches, or, or should I be? What happens with them at their school district is, is that school district's business. So um, I can tell you that uh, I did investigate from my, our perspective, those that were there, including our administrators, and um, I did address that with uh, Mr. Layfield, my concerns. and expectations with uh, spectators and, and him at future events and um, I, I don't know if there's but any other additional questions. Shouldn't the rules of conduct for our board members and our parents be the same rules of conduct that we would expect of a visiting team's coaches? Yes, yeah, so the day after the incident, uh, actually Monday morning, I contacted the superintendent to just apologize that their coaches were uh, had an experience that was less than, than great at our, our venue. And I said, you know, I, I, I'm sorry that that occurred and made him aware that uh, what I was aware of from the incident and he, that superintendent was grateful for that and he said, we are analyzing it as well. So I, I would assume that their district looked into the matter as we did. When you talked to the other superintendent, did you make him aware of the language that was used, not just against um, our person, but also prior to that time period when they were standing on top of the roof and possibly uh, using the same kind of language before all this happened? Uh, when I talked to him that on that Monday, I shared with him that there's audio. He was aware of the audio. He had already been made aware. And I was not aware of any dialogue at that point when I spoke to him that occurred prior to the exchange between. Has any Lake. other information come to bear since that time that has shown that those coaches did, in fact, use foul language while they were standing there? One of the folks that I talked to said that they had heard some foul language from the top. Um, of okay. The I'm not making any excuse for anybody's behavior here. I'm not. And do we expect more from other people, you know, just because we're on the board? Yeah, possibly we do. On the other hand, people's emotions get involved. If you talk to somebody and ask them politely not to do something and they react as who the F are you and then take it downhill from there, you know, it's not a polite thing for anybody to say. After which, in my opinion, a lot of bets are off. It's man to man at that particular point. And uh, I come back to one of our school officials should have been the ones handling this. If, that, if there was a mistake, that was it. 
So I can tell you it happened very quickly, the, the escalation, and we did have a school official there that uh, came in, intervened. Right. Uh, but my point is, is if the persons were actually using that language while standing in another location prior to all this concern, why were they not confronted at that time? And I think that's a very fair question, in which case none of us would be sitting here today. I can say I, I was there. If foul language was used before, I sitting fairly closely did not hear that. The problem with that, and I understand that too, because I've listened to the audio many times myself. The audio quite clearly captures some of the things that um, you know our president, our board president has said. It also quite clearly does not capture all of the things that the other people said. I'm not sure where the mic was placed. All right. when, when, when the coaches were first addressed, it was not watch your language. It was, and I forget, stop cheering. I guess I would echo what Mr. Peden is saying, that if indeed the outburst began because of the foul language that was being used by the coaches on the top of the press box, I would expect Mr. Layfield to begin by saying, please stop using the foul language. However, what occurred was an interception and it was very riled up in the stands because, because of that interception. And they began cheering, and Mr. Layfield responded by saying, stop cheering. So I do, and I, I would like, to, you know, some further information if anyone has that. I guess maybe Dr. Owens, through your investigation, I, I'm just not hearing that evidence. Is it kind of an unwritten rule that coaches are not to cheer? I've never coached football or basketball. Well, Is I, that I, I don't know the answer to that, but I will say DIAA rules clearly indicate that we should provide every courtesy and kindness to visiting teams that are at our facilities. And with that in mind, as school board members, we, of course, are the example for doing that. So if indeed someone from another team is cheering too loudly, then perhaps we would have some side conversations with whomever on that coaching staff if it's causing a ruckus. If there was foul language being used prior to the outburst by Mr. Layfield, then I would expect that we would have folks that are working and we know who they are. And I, I had a conversation with Dr. Owens saying that perhaps in the future, um, our staff that are working at these events should have some sort of um, uh, attire that brings attention so that people in the stands know who they can contact immediately if there is a concern of foul language or, or anything else that's happening that's inappropriate in the stands. Mr. Layfield, however, knows who those folks are, so could have very clearly gone to them and said, you know, we have an issue. Let's, let's get this addressed in the appropriate way. Any further discussion on it? I wish that I was able to speak tonight openly and clearly to give simple answers simple questions. At this point, I'm not able to do that. And at the time I am, I will move forward with appropriately handling this, such as reaching out to those coaches and then being forward and forthright with explaining what occurred that evening. And for those that I can that find embarrassment for being part of the board, for embarrassing those that uh, I work with or uh, family members that are upset with this, I apologize to them. But when I'm able to speak about this, I will speak clearly and I'll explain what's going on when I'm able to. And at this point, unfortunately, procedures prohibit me from being able to speak openly or answer simple questions to give great clarity to an incident that occurred. So I, I, can, I can speak no further at this time about it. I wish I could.
Any further discussion? 3.01. 3.02. Confidence in Board of Education Officer and possible change in leadership. Any further discussion in what's been held? It's an action item. Is there any motions? Motions are taken in front of the board this evening. Hearing no motions, I'm going to move on. Is there any further discussion? Or any motion to be made with 3.02? Hearing none. Moving on to 3.03. Potential action under Delaware Title 14, Section 1045. I don't believe that's relevant. It would have been relevant if there was uh, certain actions under 3.02. Any further discussion from the board on? If I can come back just for one quick moment. Yes, sir. Um, I think what Dr. Sattler has suggested is something we should act on fairly quickly because that way every event I've ever been to, even the military events that I'm involved with, we have an officer of the day, we have people labeled MP if you have an issue, you get it resolved right then and there, and then we get in touch with the state. And I think that if we don't have something that's as simple as saying staff, okay, it will always raise the issue of just who are you? Just because you're carrying a radio does not make you a staff person. A lot of people carry private radios. Um, a lot of people do ham radio stuff and they carry one. Does that make them a staff person? And it does not. I think Dr. Uh, Statler's suggestion is a good one, and we should be acting on that like Soon. Yeah. Understood. We can work on that. Yeah, maybe by the next football game. <laughs> I have stencil machines. I'll make you one. I do. I would like to just add that not necessarily to put a lid on things, but make sure the media reports clearly. I'll speak for myself, but I feel confident of the feelings of the other board members and administrators sitting up here that the Indian School District has a very proud tradition of being fair for all. The reason I'm sitting here, and I'm pretty sure the reason the other people up here are sitting here is because of our concern for children. And it makes no difference what color the children are makes no difference what their backgrounds are, their race, their religion. We're here to make sure that kids get the best education and an equal and fair opportunity to succeed. So anybody in the media that wants to try to portray any board member on sitting up in this uh, seating area or any administrator in this district, or teacher in this district, or pair in this district, or cafeteria worker in this district, custodian in this district, as being racist or racial in any way, uh, there are a lot of humans. We can't control how everybody is, but I can tell you this school district goes well above and beyond trying to make sure it's fair, fair for all. And I could care less. Uh, what anybody's background is. So the media needs to report those facts and the Facebook keyboard warriors should report those facts as well, as well too. Thanks. I, I have one question, just kind of a follow up on something that was mentioned. Um, I, I know you can't speak to, to the incident itself, but is there anything that would preclude you from attending meetings or taking votes or performing any of the other duties? I don't feel that there's anything that would inhibit my execution of being a board member mm -hmm. during this. I just can't speak about that specific incident until it's adjudicated through my work, just because of policies and procedures that we have. And I, and I, I hope to return to the board and move forward. And I have been in communication, both uh, many messages 
through the superintendent has been shared duly between the vice president and myself with notifications of different issues through the superintendent with busing issues and et cetera, heating issues that have happened the last week or so. So I, I don't I don't perceive any problems, sir. Just to, just to clarify that, I, other than the Sunday after the incident happened on the Friday or Saturday evening, I have had no contact. I'm not sitting here saying change positions or whatever, but I do think it, we have to be truthful and we have to be transparent on it. So to say he's been in communication with us, he may be in, have been in communication with the superintendent, but you and I have not had a conversation since that Sunday, am I correct? I notified you of what occurred at the football game, and we've been on joint texts through the superintendent. My response to the superintendent is shared when it's on the text, and then phone calls to the superintendent. Then, so I apologize for no, any misclarity. No, I am okay, but I just want to make it clear: the con the conversations that have been had have had nothing, absolutely nothing, to do with this incident. Those those text messages back and forth between the superintendent. Um, the president and myself have been, there was a bus accident, just letting you know, there was a school that had a fire incident, that's it. But that with, conversation, there has been no conversation. With all due respect, Mrs. Wright, that's not what Mr. Collins asked. Mr. Collins, Mr. Collins asked if there was anything that would prohibit him from continuing with his activities. I and understand he, that, but I also heard Mr. Layfield say he had been in contact with us. That, being in contact with us had nothing to do with this incident. That is just answering, his, and I'm clarifying this, that's just answering what has gone on in the school. I have had no parts in this on anything to do with the action. Right, okay. because he so can't just, speak just, about that, but he's in communication with you and, and Dr. Owens about things that are happening within our district. And that's fine, but I want to clear that's, that point. That's what Mr. There. Collins was asking. No, well, he can speak, but I'm clearing my point. Yeah, that, that's what I was asking. Right. I, I wanted to know if he could still do, perform his duties as president. Right. And Mrs. Liaga is correct. I haven't spoken to you about that right. incident. We've both been notified of incidents within the school through the superintendent. I don't feel we've given up. I haven't given up the steering wheel with the leading in my position. I was not at a board meeting. I'm going to be attending board meetings. Any further discussion on 3.03? We can close the meeting with public comments. Is there anyone that uh, did not have an opportunity to come forward or would like to come further forward now in front of the board to speak? Hello, everyone. My name is Leo Darmstetter. I was a previous board member up here sitting with you guys, and I share exactly what Mr. Peden said up there. I was sitting 20 feet from, from President Layfield when this all went down, and the escalation was due in part to President Layfield. Um, to address Dr. Hattier, as far as administrators um, being present, I know all the administrators on staff at Sussex Central, and I saw many of them present there that day. I also saw four to eight state troopers there that congregate around the concession stand. And I've addressed this with the athletic director as far as why are they not monitoring the stands? Because there have been incidences within the student section, minor they may be, but with that police, with the police presence, that wouldn't happen. If people were labeled with security, like mentioned, or state troopers walking throughout the stands, these incidences would not happen. And that needs to be addressed immediately. Yes, sir. That's been ongoing. I've been here for 15 years now. My wife spoke at the last board meeting. She was the only one to come up and address this issue then. And I feel that I, necessary for myself to address it now because I was in attendance that game. And I saw what, what, what went down. And it was not good. I was embarrassed for our district. I was embarrassed for everybody who was there. And that's not how leaders lead. I'm a leader in the position that I have in my job, and I do not lead that way. So, Mr. Peden, thank you for speaking up because you were there. Uh, thank you for your time. If we can back this up, please. 
I would like to make a motion that Mrs. Wright become the president of the school board. I just want to see, I just want everybody to put in their vote. That's actually, an, think that's word word that's actually an improper order. procedure. Okay. Can't happen. Whatever we need to do. I just think we need to have a vote and put it to rest. Vote on what? Vote on asking Mr. Layfield to step down as the school board president and to have Mrs. Wright to become the president. That's not a proper procedure. You can't do okay, that. Okay, well, okay. You can't Whatever. combine them both. Pardon me? You can't combine them both. Okay, well, we'll first say, we'll vote on asking Mr. Layfield to step down as president. That'd be my first one. Would you like Your to second? move back? Would you like to move back to 3.02? Yes, please. We'll move back to 3.02. Confidence in Board of Education officer and possible changes in leadership. And okay. you have a motion you'd like to put forward. Okay. I would like to make, to make a motion to ask you to step down as the school board president. There's a motion made. Is there a second? If I may, I'm not sure that's the right format. If you're asking for the board to vote no confidence and to remove the president, that's okay. one thing. Okay. But if you're asking him to, to step down on his own, is that even a proper motion? I'm not a parliamentarian, but words mean things. Okay, then. You know what? Do you have to get, um, so so I, I do appreciate Mr. Marinucci is here this evening. He can clarify if I misspeak, but I believe what you're asking, Mrs. Pryor, is uh, for a motion for him to no longer be the president? Yes. Okay. However you want, however we need to say that. Mr. Marinucci. My name is Dr. John Marinucci. I'm the executive director of the Delaware School Boards Association. I'm not a lawyer. This is not legal advice. Start off with that. The school board does not have the legal authority to remove a school board member. The vote was taken in July for the current slate of officers. There's nothing in the code that says, in the state code, that, that allows for the, re, the board to rescind a vote that took place in July to, to establish a president. You have a vice president. The, the vice president would step into the role if there's a vote of no confidence in the president and the president and the president decides to step away uh, as president and just becomes a board member. The vice president would take over and that's why you have a vice president to serve in, in the absence of and the inability of the president to continue in his or her service. This is unprecedented. I don't know that you can ask or remove. I don't know that that, I'm not a lawyer. I can't say that that's a proper procedure. But what I can say is you might, might ask for a vote of no confidence and that might lead people to further actions. Okay. But I can't speak to that. So I hope that helps. So, okay. so I'm clear. Thank sure. I'm going to re try to repeat what you said. Tell me if I'm clear. You're saying it's a two-fold process. The board cannot have a vote removing somebody from an officer's position. The board can have a vote of no confidence, and it's up to that officer to voluntarily remove themselves from that position. Is that what you just said? What I'm saying is there's nothing in the Delaware Code that addresses the situation where a board might want to halfway through the year or at some point during the year change their officers. The law speaks to a reorganization meeting in July in which the new board is created, presidents and new slate of officers, and the vice president is intended to serve when the president is not able to fulfill his or her duties. 
there is no ability for the board to remove a board member, and there is nothing in code that speaks to removing a officer who has been elected in July by the board. So, I hope that as helps. I consulted with the attorney, the attorney said that, you know, we could, the board has the ability to publicly censor if they so choose. Um, you could uh, do that through a vote of no confidence if you so choose. Uh, he indicated that you could also uh, make a motion to remove uh, the president. And thus we would move into 3.03 where you could consider uh, a new president or Mrs. Wright would step in and for those duties. So that was the information that I was provided by the attorney. Okay, having read the Delaware Code myself, and I've said for a long time, this is an area in the law where there is not a lot of leeway in terms of getting rid of school board members. We're, we're one of the few, if you will, protected groups that are out there unless it's major crimes of whatever. Okay, in which case you're automatically disbarred anyway because you're a felon. Um, I, I don't exactly know where our attorney would get his opinion from on voting a president out, okay? Now myself, I personally believe that if and when, when is probably more likely, that you can have two men sit down, talk it out on their own, that this is probably something that would be the best approach to do. We're talking about canceling a person for, as one person put it on a, uh, a YouTube, pardon my French, it was a dumbass thing to do, okay? But even DAs have the chance to apologize sometimes for what they've done. And that's on both sides. Okay? We had two people acting wrong here, not just one, possibly three. All right? And if allowed to work it out as gentlemen and as men, I think we can come to a conclusion here. And frankly, after this much discussion, I think everybody on this board will probably think twice in the future. And in that sense, this is a good discussion. So there's a motion. Would you like to reword your motion, ma'am? I would like to reword the, reword the motion that we take a vote of no confidence in our school board president. Motion made. Is there a second? Clarification. Does yes mean you have no confidence, or does no mean you have no confidence? Yes or no? Yes is for the motion? Yes is for the motion okay. of no confidence. There's a motion made. Is there a second? Second. Motion made is seconded. Is there any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Can you, all those opposed, say nay? Nay. No. Nay. Mrs. Troublefield, can you please poll the board? Mr. Cathal? No. Mr. Collins? No. Mr. Fritz? No. Dr. Hattier? No. Mr. Layfield? Abstention. Ms. Moses? No. Mr. Peden? Yes. Mrs. Pryor? Yes. Dr. Statler? Yes. Mrs. Wright? Yes. Four yes, five no, and one abstention. So the motion fails. Any further discussion on 3.02 or 3.03? Hearing none, back to public comments, 4.01. Any further comments from the public? Yes, ma'am. Come forward, please. Good evening. My name is Gloria Duffy. I was sitting here listening to everything tonight um, very um, conflicted. You know, some of our cultural beliefs from the past makes us make comments today, which 
probably years ago it was said and no one said anything about it. But in today's world, if you say something that was acceptable years ago, people are going to stop and speak to you about it. For example, when my father was young, he, people used to talk to him in a tone, hey boy, come here. And he never liked it. And so he passed that feelings on to family and stuff because they knew that was not a happy time for them. So I say that because sometimes we use words or phrases that we saw growing up, but because the world is more open now, people realize you can't use these words without having um, some bad feelings. Um, for the ones who are comfortable and it doesn't affect them, it's no big deal. But if you've had negative feelings in the past, these comments can be hurtful. For example, um, the, the men that was up there in the stand, I think the comment probably got worse when the phrase is, you're not from around here, boy, and or something like that. I don't, I'm paraphrasing it. And really, um, it comes down to maybe some, I call it, because I've worked in the district, I've lived in the district, I've worked outside of Sussex County, and I've worked in Sussex County. There's different worlds out there. If you live in Sussex County, there is a different world that minorities experience versus outside. And you, if you haven't experienced, you say it's no big deal. But it is a deal. Far as Mr. Layfield, I think he is a wonderful person. I've seen him uh, coach my kids, my grandkid. Um, I can see he has a love for the sport. But I think he probably brought up a word that he didn't realize that was hurtful or painful to certain groups. That's why you need to learn the culture, a little bit about uh, the cultures of your population. Because you might inadvertently say a word or something that to you is no big deal, but to them it, it, it may cause repressed memories. Um, 30 seconds, Mrs. Duffy. Okay, I just want to say, I don't think he's a racist, but I think district needs to have more cultural diversity training so we don't get into this situation again. And I'm speaking this from a person who's lived outside in this area. And I think Sussex County is a wonderful thing and it's changing and uh, we just need to be aware of all cultures. And hopefully we won't have this again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Any further public comments this evening? My name is Katina Bright, and I am a 1991 graduate of Sussex Central High School alongside of Mr. Layfield. And I agree with Ms. Duffy that I would not view him as a racist. And as my mother had stated earlier, when we lost Jackie, um, Mr. Layfield came to speak, and he referred to Jackie as his friend. And I believe him then, and I believe him now, that Jackie was truly his friend. Um, as Ms. Duffy was stating, there are cultural differences within each group, um, and Sussex County continues to grow. So I really have a challenge for the district that as the county grows, and as your district grows, we need to bring in that sensitivity training before, instead of waiting till after the fact. Um, I work for a nearby district and we waited until after the fact, until there was a lawsuit and the training was forced and it wasn't as well received. But we're in a position that the Indian River School District is in a position now, we can bring the training in now while our minds are fresh, our hearts are fresh and we're ready to receive it. Thank you. Thank you for those beneficial comments. Ma'am, I'm sorry, I didn't get your first name. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so as a school board member, I will tell you that times I've heard the phrases of diversity training and opening and sometimes in the past I've thought, oh God, here we go. But I will tell you that as a board member, I'd be very welcoming if uh, we want to instill some type of program uh, training. I know we have a, a board retreat coming up. Uh, I agree with you. I think it might be a good opportune time. 
I agree. can grow and get better. So Amen. as a board member, I'm open to anything you would like to do. Any more public comments or board comments? I'd like to thank everyone for speaking this evening. Meetings adjourned.